2: The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes.
1: Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. we're prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: Did you bring wine?
2: I got the glasses.
3: You guys, I made a quiz.
2: No, I didn't bring anything, but I'm here to have fun. <laughs>
4: Hello, and welcome to the official Broad Wasted podcast where we're drunk on theater. I'm your host, Brian Plofsky, and I'm looking for something. If you move, I'm taking the long way home because I love what I do. If we're stepping to the bad side, then step on over because for one night only, Effie White's going to win. It's hard to say goodbye in this perfect world, but if I meant you no hard, family, then love you I do, because it's all over. I'm hopping in my Cadillac car, and I am telling you that I'm not going. Joining us today, the usual listeners, including Kevin taking the long road home Jaeger. Uh,
2: okay, I'll take that one. Yeah, that's a okay. good one. Right.
4: <laughs> Kimberly, our I'm Somebody Game Master, an unofficial babysitter for the hour. I'm Somebody, but Who? <laughs> and with us yeah, today I'm are really a, right. yeah, it's, Kimberly, it's Kimberly. And with us today are a Hammy and an ex Hammy. Let's give a big, broad, waisted welcome to friends of the show, friends of the show, no. Aaron J. Albano and Nicky Williams. Woo-hoo. <laughs> I guess um, that wasn't as creative
2: as it could. Should they? What, could be a Hammy and a Spammy? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> You got to
1: guess which one, though. It's not the
2: hammy. Oh, a hammy and a kablammy, like something I don't know. (laughs)
0: Like
3: a hammy and a Jersey girl.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We'll workshop it. Listeners, send your send your ideas in.
4: Yeah, help us 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 figure it out. (laughs) Yeah, great. Um, But uh, welcome everybody. We are here to discuss the March Madness winner. That bracket was a wild ride. dream girls dream girls defeated annie in the finals so we are talking dream girls Uh, before before we talk about the 2006 uh dream girls film uh what are you drinking what are you drinking Drinking. Uh, let's start with uh our current hammy aaron hi i am drinking
0: a pinot noir like a good like nothing has changed at all in the past two years A Pinot Noir, line Thirty Nine, and I'm coupling it with my chocolate Godiva cheesecake that I just got from the Cheesecake Factory because I'm what not in New York but still on oh. tour.
4: <laughs> cheesecake Factory, Wait. amazing.
3: I've probably been to that Cheesecake Factory
0: at the Galleria. mm mm-hmm.
3: At the mall next to the American Girl store.
0: One hundred percent, and right next door to the to the Lush to the Lush Cosmetics whatever because I definitely yeah, got right some from bath high bombs school bartends- we there. there. <laughs> nice.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Or did five years ago when I was at that <laughs> cheesecake factory? Cheers, <laughs> uh,
4: Kimberly. What are you drinking?
3: Uh, also, Pinot Noir because I knew I was seeing Aaron tonight. Oh, that's right. nice. Um, I don't remember what kind, and I'm Great. tethered to this computer by my headphones, so I won't find <laughs> out. <laughs>
2: uh, Kevin, if I get what a are you drinking? Glass. I'll tell you. Beautiful. I uh, enjoyed it so much that I got another bottle of Keeper's Heart Irish Ooh. American whiskey. Um, It's super great And I just want to read this one sentence on the back Because I think it's so poetic Uh, It says, Keeper's Heart is whiskey That celebrates and unlocks The moments worth keeping Made with pride And a keen eye for time-tested quality Keeper's Heart pulls from only the heart Of the distillate Blending Irish and American styles And techniques And I was like that's so sexy. Like, I'm all about that. So, I and feel it's so it is, sexy. It, thank you. Um, yes. But it's 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 super smooth and like just like a really nice, chill whiskey, and I'm down for it.
0: I was like, well, tell me more about the distillate. It's nice.
2: Uh, Nikisha, Did I say you say that word doing? wrong? Is that uh, how you say it? I don't know. I just like the way you said it. Oh, thanks. Like, I just wasn't sure. So, I went all in on like a fancy way.
4: You're very confident, and that's all that matters. Thank you. Exactly.
2: It was almost like confidant, but like
4: <laughs> if you said confidant confidently, confidently,
2: then I'd be all in. Well, you know, sometimes when you're listening to like a documentary and there's like a British host, and mm-hmm. like they say one word, all of a sudden you're like, oh, I didn't know they said that word like that. Yeah. Like, um, like so I was listening that to that one recently, and now? they said the word controversy. Penguin controversy. But they said. Uh, uh controversy yeah it was it was oh god uh like it contru- it was, it, yeah it um, was contru- it was controversy, but he like put the the focus on the wrong syllable, but um, I think trevor noah does that too he says controversy con- yeah it was contru- Contro- contru- controversy. Yeah, controversy or whatever it was very weird.
4: Uh, okay, sorry, that was a little random tangent No, I loved it I was trying to make a joke about that being a controversy A controversy, but I can't do it as well You as can't you do. say so it, I, okay <laughs> Yeah, but I can't So I'm going to pass it off to Nikisha What are you drinking?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just drinking good old Jack Daniels honey on the rocks Yes mm. Wine that I took off of Or not wine, wow hmm <laughs> drinking uh it's liquor that i had on the road and it was a i got a lot of farewell bottles and so i'm trying to get through them right now yeah yes,
4: yes. <laughs> uh, you, we should put up like a count for you like how many you've gone through <laughs> let's do it <laughs> yeah. uh, and That's i'm just amazing. drinking some uh tequila on the rocks so uh cheers everybody cheers, cheers. 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 movie club Movie club. Okay, so today we are talking about the 2006 Dreamgirls film uh, directed by Bill Condon. Um, It was produced by Lawrence Mark. It's starring Jamie Foxx, Beyonce Knowles, Eddie Murphy, Danny Glover, Anika Nani-Rose, Keith Robinson, and of course, Oscar winner Jennifer Hudson. Uh, She won the Oscar for this for Best Supporting Actress. This movie was nominated uh, for quite a few... uh, uh quite a few um uh oscars uh however it received eight nominations the most for any film in 2006 however it only won two best sound mixing and best supporting actress um uh, it was not nominated for Best Picture. It was not nominated for Best uh, Director. Um, and people thought Eddie Murphy was going to win because he had won all the awards leading up to it, and he did not win. He Who lost won? to Alan, Alan Arkin from Little Miss Sunshine. Oh. Oh,
3: I remember that because I was like, what?
4: Also, uh, it was three of its songs were nominated, uh, and none of them won. Uh, what an, won? Incon- an inconvenient truth. I need to wake up one. Um, and those were the, those were kind of some surprises there.
3: What um, won Best Picture in 2006?
4: Uh, 2006 uh, Best Picture uh, was, uh, I do not remember. Let me check while we go into it. Um, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, so we're talking about Dreamgirls. Let's go around. Um, what did you... Oh, it what's was
3: your- a Crash.
4: Oh, good Lord. <laughs> um, yeah anyway uh let's uh let's go around the horn and uh high level thoughts what's your relationship to dream girls what's your relationship to this movie and um what did you think of it uh let's let's start with kevin let's start with kevin
2: okay um i love dream girls i listened to the original cast album when i was in college i was like it was part of my going to the uh college library and take out every cd and copying it to my uh computer's library of music um and so i love the original cast album but i have to say my favorite album is the insane one that has effie white played by uh um Oh my god, she's incredible. She's in the life, she's in Hercules. Lili- Lilius. Lilius. Yes. And Audra Hed- McDonald Hed- is playing Dina. Dina. Yes. And then Heather Hadley is going off the rails as Laurel. And you got Norm Lewis and Billy Porter. And it's Wild. just it's like this incredible cast, but like besides the fact that um the that Lilius was the original understudy, like and had been in the show, like Audrey had not done this show and like like so it was just like a lot of these people were having such a good time but it was just like such a random assortment of voices and sounds for what is a, a crazy belt musical. If it was um, like an actor's
0: fun performance, right? It wasn't like
2: Yeah, it was like a it was like a um Totally, actress fun like show. Like a
3: concert or a studio cast album. Yeah, it was like a
2: benefit hundred percent. Yeah. But that album, One I wore old. that. I wore that CD out. Like that album is insane. So then I saw this movie in 2006. This was my junior year of college. Um... So I went into it being like, oh, my God, this is a musical film. And uh, I loved it so much and had a great time back then. And it was very interesting to watch it again now after not having seen it for so long. And I'm really excited to talk about some of uh, what I noticed at this time.
4: Great. Uh, Aaron, why don't you go next? Sure. Um, I saw this film
0: um, in 2006. I think that's and I think I see I saw it once. And it was the last time I saw it. So I'm really excited to, I was really excited to watch it again um, and to watch it not as like a 23 year old who like thought he knew everything about theater. Like it's, it's fantastic. Um, I, I didn't really know Dream Girls in much of my like musical theater career. I knew a lot of, I, and I am telling you, and the, because it plays at the end of every musical Mondays at, that, where was it? Oh my gosh. Flash. So, Splash! It was a splash. Yeah. R.I.P. Splash. Um, but yeah, but so it, every night, like at like two a.m., they would start at "It's all over" and then go to the end of the act, and that would be how you know we're about to. It's about to be last. It's last call, and get ready to go home. That's um, amazing. So I watched it many many a time that way. Um, but outside of that, and I knew I knew songs like I knew step into the bad side. I knew family. I knew when I first saw you from various um, non-show related sources, Um, like whether uh, like a classmate would sing one of them for school or someone was singing it for a cabaret or something like that. So, but I never knew them in context up until I saw the movie. Um, So I've never seen it live. I've never seen the show live. Um, Yeah. And then so, and I hadn't, Seen it since it came out, so I'm. Ex- I I would really enjoyed seeing it.
4: Cool, uh, Nikisha.
1: Yeah, so I'm gonna try to keep this very brief because I would dare to say that. I am the only one on this podcast with as much love and fandom for this movie because of the fact that in 2006, I was a senior in high school Mm -hmm. and I went to the movie theater with my father to watch this, to watch a one Beyonce, Giselle Carter Knowles, because uh, I was her biggest fan. I am her biggest fan. And of course, I would have to see her in this musical. Now, coming from Mobile, Alabama, theaters don't run through where I was. So this was my very first introduction into Dreamgirls was this movie, which brings up an interesting, an interesting discussion that I would love to have about the musical movies coming out now and how people are getting access to this because as someone who was introduced by musicals through... Big stars, I think it lends us to have the conversation about when we have issues with big stars being a part of these things. And even now... I have my musical theater, you know, higher level thinking of things. But when I rewatched this, it made me think, oh my gosh, no, I was that person that because Beyonce, because Jennifer Hudson, because Eddie Murphy was in this, that is why I went and saw it. And that changed my life forever. I listened to the soundtrack before it came out. And so, And I'm Telling You was on repeat. I remember listening to it and then immediately going to my mother and saying you have to listen to this song right now this is fantastic this was because the the soundtrack came out before the movie came out you know promotion and all that stuff and so i remember being in the movie theater and after jennifer hudson sang and i'm telling you the entire theater stood up and clapped as if we were watching it live wow. it was the most bizarre thing coming out of Mobile, Alabama, where people don't do, you know, that's this theater is what, what is theater? And so it was beautiful to watch. It was beautiful to see culturally how uh, things shifted, especially because there was a show on BET called 106 in Park at the time that was a basically black version of TRL. So there was a countdown every week and Jennifer Hudson, they played and I'm telling you as if it was a video (laughs) and it was number one Every, for a few weeks after the movie came out. Uh, so all in all to say, my introduction, this was my introduction to theater. This is what got me to say, oh my gosh, I want to do this. And not until I was knee deep in college did I even touch the original soundtrack to Dream because all I knew was this movie. I did not realize that it was a stage production. Uh-huh. So interesting to have all this conversation about this, but- sure. It's, it's my first love. I still have it on DVD. When, we, when I knew we were watching this from March Madness, I watched it on my PS4 because I still have the DVD. Uh, and yeah, it's a good time.
4: <laughs> yes. Uh, Kimberly.
3: Yeah. Uh, same but different in that we were both seniors in high school when this movie came out. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I was such a theater kid that I don't know why I didn't see it in theaters. Like, I think it was too long. Like, no one would go with me. like, (laughs) no one else was interested. Like, it was too long. And maybe I already had, like, my nose turned about. Like, it's just stars. So I would love to have that (laughs) conversation about (laughs) the fact that I didn't go see it, probably. Because I was like, I don't like American Idol. Like, I don't like any of this. Because I was an idiot. Um, But... Today, when I rewatched this movie for the first time since 2007, whenever the like DVD came out, um, I'm realizing that my friends at a sleepover, when I finally watched this film, may have lied to me about when the movie ends, because I've never seen the second <laughs> act of this film.
0: <laughs> what? Wait a second. Never.
3: <laughs> it continued and I went, what?
0: But you thought it ended at, and I'm telling you?
3: I just couldn't really remember the end. Mm. And I was like, and then something happens and they do their show at the end. Like, I don't know if my friends fast forwarded, if I fell asleep, if like there was a jump, if like you had to switch to the next DVD or something. But like, I had no recollection of like Effie having a child.
2: Amazing.
3: (laughs) Um, That's my favorite. Well,
2: that's also fun because fun fact in like one of the early original, like reading versions of dream girls, the Effie white character died at intermission, like right before intermission. And it was one of the reasons Jennifer Hudson said, you know what? Screw this show. I'm not doing this. There's not enough character because she ended up quitting the show like six times. And they kept Jennifer asking her back. Jennifer Holiday? Holiday. Sorry, not Hudson. Holiday. Jennifer Holiday quit like six times because she was like, I, this part's stupid. And then would leave. And they're like, no, 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 come back. Because she was like 20 years old. So she just kept like, no, no, come back. And then they would like rewrite it for her. And then she'd be like, but you killed me. So I'm leaving. They're, like, oh, no, 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 come back. So like she kept quitting. But it's funny that she almost did. Like her like, character was almost dead in intermission.
3: Crazy, So interesting. Um, I do want to say my main connection to dream girls recently on a sad note, because he's on my mind right now is Jay Bender was one of the original casting directors Mm -hmm. who just passed away a few days ago. And I used to work. He sublet the office, the producer I worked for owned. Mm -hmm. So I worked like next to him for like two years, but not in his office. And there was just one day where he just pulled out the DVD of Jennifer Hudson's screen test.
4: Oh, wow. Which I'm,
3: which I'm pretty sure you can see on YouTube. So it's like not drama that he showed it to everybody in the office one day. Um, but that was the coolest thing. Yeah. And That's so awesome. I was watching it and I was like, where's her blue dress? Oh, that was the screen test.
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. Um,
3: anyway, everyone's love to Jay Bender. Yeah. yeah porn out yeah
4: cheers cheers um uh yeah i saw this in movie theaters this i've never seen anything other than the movie when it comes to dream girls um uh i am what oh yeah yeah good call good call um i've never seen anything other than this movie i am awaiting the revival um, I think there's a larger conversation to have here about all these 70s and 80s movies, excuse me, 70s and 80s musicals that won the Tony for Best Musical um, that we just don't see anymore, highlighted by The Wiz and um, Dreamgirls. Um, but yeah, that's a much larger conversation to have. Um, or maybe not. Maybe it's very simple. Um uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I only know it from the movie. I've listened to the original cast recording multiple times. Um, I saw this when it first came out. This was our Christmas movie um, that year. Um, and, uh, and I was in London in 2007 uh, for school. And uh, I went to the uh, premiere uh, of this. And I took pictures of, like... Beyonce and Jennifer Hudson and all of them. What? I was just like, I just like camped out and like waited to watch them walk the red carpet. Like I didn't actually see the movie or anything. I was just some like jabroni doing that. I I found this website that listed all of the uh, premieres when we were in London. And I went to a couple of them. I went to the BAFTAs and got- None
3: of this surprises me about
4: work. you. <laughs> I went to the BAFTAs that year. I got Daniel Craig's autograph and all that stuff. Also, um, I, just, I just re-looked it up um the departed won best picture that year mm. um but yeah so that's my experience i really uh love this movie um again this is my only experience with it uh and so I'm, I'm excited to kind of talk it through with everybody um i'll look for my ticket stub but um let's get started with kind of what you loved about it what you didn't like overall thoughts um uh i don't i don't. Oh, know I forgot
3: you... one thing
4: yeah i just... want you to start just start kimberly
3: Oh, I was just going to start with um, the main, and I'm telling you, from the movie Camp. If everyone's oh, familiar. Yes. yes, When they do Dreamgirls. And it is like this tiny little boy playing Curtis. <laughs> um, so that was my main memory of the context around that song, which is incredibly wrong.
2: <laughs> amazing. <laughs> um, but amazing. High
3: Level Thoughts, this was a great film. Everyone is doing a very good job. Like to the point where I looked it up and I was like did is this the first time we knew most of these people could sing obviously not Beyonce and Jennifer Hudson but like is this the first time Eddie Murphy sang I like, think so
0: it, I think no. Ray had I think Ray had already happened so we knew that Jamie Foxx could sing okay but
4: Eddie Murphy and I was reading some of this up Eddie Murphy and Jamie Foxx already had recording experience before like yeah, in terms of saying. like Yeah that's what I thought Eddie Murphy things. had something and originally, Usher was in con- was co- was in contract negotiations to play CC, as was like um, oh. Andre Three Thousand and a couple other people. Um, but all that stuff fell the through. Very so Keith, name of Andre I know, 30, right? right? <laughs> so Keith Richardson and a uh, Richardson, I believe, get that, got that role. Um, yeah. They they stuck with it there, and then He's Anika great. Nani Rose had to go through the full process of auditioning. Yeah. She was also so much shorter than everyone. She had to wear like four inch shoes the whole time, just so she would look Lisa would look a little bit even the dancing. There's stuff. a close
3: up on their feet at one point, and I did notice how high. I'm that
4: pretty was sure her. it was more than four inches. Like I think she
2: was wearing like fourteen. Inch, like it was. Like, it was something like it's in the no. It was like twelve or ten inch heels. Like it was insane what she had to wear. Twelve inch heels. <laughs> just on point think.
3: shoes the whole time. But yeah, <laughs> but high is probably five.
4: Uh, she did four and five inch heels. For much of the picture, which she later stated caused her discomfort. Well, yeah. Later stated, right. she stated
3: it in the moment. Yeah. I'm <laughs> sure she was like, these are causing me discomfort. Um,
4: <laughs> yeah. People who are also up for the role, if we're interested at all for um, Effie, um, uh, Fantasia, Raven Trax. Simone, Capathea Jenkins, and Patina Miller.
3: Oh, Capathea Jenkins is
4: so good. Raven Simone. Uh, Raven Simone, get it
3: was this the year of the color purple on Broadway
4: uh, that I don't know Six? like
3: were they each having their moment Fantasia and Jennifer
4: I'm right look that up okay
1: well Fantasia's about to have her moment again so again right yeah she's alright <laughs> wait what, for
2: what what is she gonna do
1: Fantasia she's doing
2: the she's doing yeah. the color purple movie yeah oh
1: she's playing Sealy <laughs>
2: oh so she'll blow up good for her
1: <laughs> right Exactly, <laughs> yeah,
2: well done, girl. Well done. <laughs> um no, I, I I'll continue while you're looking that up. Yeah, yeah,
3: anyway, this movie is beautiful and it sounds amazing, so I'm glad it won best sound, but I wish it won more things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so good so and I don't know I, anything about the stage musical, so I cannot comment on its authenticity Oh, <laughs> so yeah,
2: the movie's super great. I enjoyed this movie. um. Oh. Should, Jennifer Hudson is not a very good actress in this movie. Um, She is an incredible musical actress. Like, her voice is amazing. And when she's singing, her acting is incredible because that's where she's comfortable. But, Mm -hmm. like, there's a lot of book scenes in this where she, like it it is not experience
3: before this was pretending the ugliest Louis Vuitton bag anyone has ever seen was beautiful in the section. Oh, that was so so. bad.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, so she just, she is not a very good actress in this movie. And there are also moments where I feel like Beyonce's a little young, but like, it's still such a good story. and They're both just such great performers that like they make it work. This is just like me being a little nitpicky about stuff, looking back on it. But like Jenna Hudson's not that great in a lot of this stuff um, at, like, acting scenes, but, like, it it totally still works. Um, It's also interesting, like, the choices they made to change for the movie from the stage show. A lot of it is to beef up Dina's character throughout Mm -hmm. Act 2 to give her more of, like, a a growth of a strength arc, um, which also kind of leads to making Curtis even more evil. Like I feel like Curtis is not—he's like very not even close to redeemable in the movie. Um, is he
3: redeemable in the play?
2: Well, it's just you he's actually but,
3: make me care about him. He's, he's
2: not as much, but like, like for example, like the song "Like When I First Saw You" is like a duet in the musical, and mm. so like it gives you more of like a compassion and a belief in their actual love together because of in a musical, hearing two people sing a love song teaches us that like they feel for each other. Yeah. Um, so I feel like the, the the change of making it a solo for him makes the song very manipulative. Absolutely. Which, which is what they were going for, which is like, it totally mm-hmm. works. But like, it's also like the, adding the song, listen, mm-hmm. like kind of changes the Dina's arc of where she would be going. Um, But it still works. But it's just, it's, diff- it's interesting to hear the musical and like, it's supposed to be like, Act one is Dina's rise and Effie's fall. And then act two is kind of like Dina's fall and Effie's rise. But like they meet in the middle at the end, kind of a thing. And that's um,
1: interesting. It's, sorry, just to piggyback on that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, because I went and saw the, my first viewing of the musical was in London with Marisha Wallace. Yes. And that was, you know, the reboot, quote unquote, of it when they added in Listen, because mm. you know that that I was just going to ask have
3: they added it in.
1: They did. And it's a duet between Effie and Dina. And I mean, in a way, it kind of works because they are, like you just said, Kevin, meeting kind of in the middle and then the transition is is happening. But to me, it just seems like Listen was the Beyonce Song. The reason that she said, Yes, I'll be Dina, but give me this song, I'm sure, (laughs) was the conversation. Right.
2: right. Oh, yeah. And
1: it seems like that moment was just meant. It works well in the movie, but not so much in the Mm -hmm. musical. But because that song has become so much associated, with the musical, I think they just said, okay, let's try to add it in, in some kind of way. And so you're kind of just tilting your head a little bit when you're watching it on the stage, as opposed to like Kevin was saying, it's the rise of Dina in the movie. So as far as just things that in the stage version now, I don't think works as much as the fact that they added that number in and the fact that it is a, it is a duet. So it's just, it's like, what What exactly are you trying to to say here? Also, going back and listening to the whole thing And listening to the concert with Heather Headley You know, and getting all the dialogue and everything Like, everything worked without having that song uh, put in there Honestly, as much as I absolutely love Beyonce That should have just stayed in the cinema uh, with her But other than that, I agree with you, Kevin The acting is not great, but you know, you're not there <laughs> for, You're not there for the acting You're That's there for what them. you're there for <laughs> You know, exactly. you're there for their voices and you're there for the glitter, the glitz and the glam and you know, all the things that they they present and bring in within the story. Uh so of course I even when I watched it back in 2006 I was thinking to myself, this is not super great acting, but if it was any other show, it I don't I don't I think it works because it's this show and it only 100%. works because of what they can bring to the story. And it was also kind of like Beyoncé's. Story is in the rise of her and losing child and having that kind of melding because they she had just ended had their last destiny Child tour and she was coming on to her second album as a solo artist and it was kind of her like rebirth and reboot so it was very
4: fitting
0: yeah pointing at the time for sure yeah (laughs) absolutely
4: what's what's interesting about that is I remembered them being bad and going back and watching it this time i was pleasantly my expectations were very different i remember them being bad and i went like oh they're not that bad even though they're not great so like this time watching it through i was actually more impressed than i remembered because i had such a weird memory of like her only good scene is the song scenes whereas like which is your
3: expectation when it came out was just like they might be bad like
4: Yeah, and then they kind of were. But I I love this movie. I think this movie is spectacular. I also think that the weight that Jennifer Hudson and... uh, I mean, because we know Anika in terms of just, like, she's not new to us. Like, we've seen her work and all of that. Like, Mm. I think the three of them hold, like... Whether they act the scenes well or not, I think that their presence in those scenes because Beyonce knows what it likes to be a star. Jennifer Hudson knows what it's like to have the pressure of, like everybody talking about her weight on national television when everyone talking about how like the difference between her voice and like everything else. Like I really thought that they, that shone through and I, I couldn't find it anywhere, but I remember reading that. uh, And I'm telling you is the last scene they filmed for the movie. So she had lived as Effie for those months. And then they finally did that scene because they knew that's, that's the scene, Um, which I think is fascinating. But I, I totally agree with you that like the acting is, I mean, there are probably better versions, um, but uh, yeah, my expectations were different. So it's so interesting that like how we saw the same thing, just a little bit differently. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: There's also just really nice anchor moments.
2: Like there's some act like, uh, like the, the guy is, is Danny Glover. Is, is it the manager? Yeah, mm-hmm. Like, like he brings such a nuanced performance that like, He anchors his scenes Like when when Jennifer Hudson and him are with each other In the second half Like she really starts to do some nuanced acting Like you can see it's like It's who she's with and working with and stuff But like I totally agree with you That like they each embody the character enough That while their like acting choices May not be perfect Like Mm. I knew exactly who Effie is I know exactly who Dina is I know who Mm. Laurel is And you can even like the first scene You know who they are Which is such a strong necessary thing um, I also love that they got Miss Loretta Divine in there. Yeah.
0: Yes. Um, that's amazing. I forgot yes. about that until it showed mm-hmm. she showed up. And I was like, oh,
2: that's and that, oh. that's a do du- that's a duet for CeCe and Effie, the song yes. she's singing. And when he's like apologizing and being like, let me write the song for you. Like he sings that song, like how much I, I've missed you, old friend.
4: Mm-hmm. So, like,
2: but it was such a good choice to give it to her for that moment for like a wake and like mm. That was yeah. like such a good choice of how they used that,
1: so I mean, two was,
0: questions, oh. oh, sorry, go for it, Aaron. one, which is also beautiful because I'm like as the original, because I think I clocked it just, ooh, this is a cool like cameo from the original com- like mm-hmm. original company, but then this this watch around being like, "Oh no, that's the original Laurel, Lorel, like at Jimmy's wake, and I was like, this is mm-hmm. this the, the layers yeah, are, yeah. Is amazing. can uh, I say
1: really, really quickly? Um, Cheryl Lee Ralph on a TikTok I just saw recently there she was being Interviewed and I forgot for for what But speaking on the acting she Just said I wish Beyonce Would have just consulted me Because I feel like She just she was right there And she just missed the mark and if we would have just Had a conversation Mm. she would have took It where it needed to be and I just thought that Was hilarious so Yeah That's
4: amazing (laughs) Um i love that uh, so much i mean listen at least she was better than in gold member so we're we're good there uh, but uh two questions for the group the first question is we can all agree that the best performance in this movie is eddie murphy right
1: mm. i love eddie murphy
4: eddie Murphy's i thought really he was good. fantastic i thought he was great
1: he embodied everything that was Jimmy.
4: He, I feel like he was the only, he embodied Jimmy. He was playing a character. He also understood it as an actor in terms of like the highs and the lows, like of his own career. But like, I'll also argue that he's, he was the best one who balanced like a grounded performance, but also being in a musical at the same time. Sure. I can buy that. Yeah. Yes. Uh, um. Uh, and then my second well, question. Well, all of I, his
3: songs were diegetic.
4: Yes. Yeah. Oh, was any all the songs with die- the first non diegetic song, which may have been "Step Into the Bad Side." At least yeah. it starts out non diegetic. Actually, totally took me out of it for a moment. Yeah. Um, did Until everyone they got else back in
3: and I was like, okay, they wrote a song.
4: Yeah, yeah. Did anyone else have that experience? I guess is my yeah. question.
3: They cut
1: the song like in half. If you listen yeah. to the original soundtrack, there's like this slow ease into it from like dialogue and almost kind of singing acapella with very low instrumentation. And then it builds into what they start in the movie as a song. And so that you're, you're like, wait, where where does this come from? But if you listen to the actual, the whole song, even in the movie soundtrack, the whole song, like it's not how it is in the movie and I don't, I guess cut for time or something, but yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah, I,
0: what other non-diegetic songs are in the film? I'm actually trying to think now. I'm like step beginning to the bad side. Yeah. Everything else was sort of...
2: Family is family. Original. Oh, yeah. And oh, then, when I first, I first saw you. Yeah, yeah when I first day. saw
4: you. Like, and most then all, of all Dina. the
3: Effie stuff at the end yeah. of Act 1. I mean, yeah, like, end yeah, of Act 1 the, the film scene, as yeah, I knew when sure. I was 17.
4: And Effie <laughs> and Cece in Act 2.
3: Oh yeah 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 that's true. Oh, I, and- say, I was very proud of this movie for not cutting um the whole scene before like leaving that sung through.
4: We, oh yeah. Question.
3: Cuz it was we, I understand like I could, yes, ask your question, but I was just like I producers wanted to cut this. <laughs> like producers well, were like they can't sing at each this other. This
4: relates that this relates directly to what you're saying. Did we all rent it? Do we all rent the director's cut which is really the only available one?
3: No, there were two choices, and I rented not the longer one.
4: Oh, I rented oh. the longer one. I I Sorry. couldn't find the second one.
3: <laughs> there were two; tro- they were right next to each other on Amazon.
4: Oh, oh I, I did one through. I Apple. did through Apple Music. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I only oh. asked because Fire I because stuff. because I know that the director's cut that some of us watch versus the other one, some of the um the um the uh, song and dance sequences are a little bit longer. The musical numbers are a little bit longer. Plus wow. they added in, so- they extended some of the book scenes, um, which gives, which makes it like another 10 or 15 minutes longer or something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was just curious. Um, but uh, uh, yeah. What, uh, what else, what else did you love about it? What else did, did it not ring true as much anymore? Well, I will know, say
0: I loved it, and but I, but I will say, with the most interesting thing that, like, I came away from it, and I remember coming away from watching the other show that I'm about to talk about, um, thinking the same thing, because last time I saw this movie was before the show Motown existed. And then I remember watching Motown, because, again, arguably, like, Curtis is Barry. <laughs> like, Curtis is Barry. knows right. the... D- is ah, yeah. it's, not, it's not really a big secret But right. like I remember When I went to go watch Motown Like being like Oh this is Barry's sort of answer To Dreamgirls Where he paints himself in a very good light And now mm-hmm. having watched this movie again I like want to see A side by side comparison Of the shows Oh interesting
4: Because <laughs> the movie yeah. I was reading The movie Um abandon some of the musical characters a little bit in um in in making up for it by making them a little bit more like their actual real life counterparts so they actually take more from the real life counterparts in the movie than the than the musical makes kind of more vague i guess is is
2: yes um, the musical I like the Musical, like they officially, the official stance for the musical writers mm-hmm. is it's not based on any person, which I mean, you have to say for legal reasons. But like, a lot of the, there are things in the musical that are slightly different, but there's, I mean, you look at the list of the things from the musical that are the same as like Diana Ross's life, and, Mary, and you're just like, it's like the year was the same, like, yeah, the, like the locations were the same. So it's. I mean, it. Move into disco. Yeah, like everything that (laughs) happened, pretty much happened. It's just that the like.
4: That's so interesting.
2: The Effie rise didn't happen as much. I don't think.
4: Sure. No. Um, but you know where else where we like to rise and fall? Where's that, Brian? Tuesdays in the corner corner with with Kevin. Kevin.
0: In okay. Kevin's Corner, we like to rise and
2: fall. That's what we do. Yeah, you heard we, what I
4: said. That's, I what, that's the thing.
2: All right. Um, welcome to Kevin's Corner, where we like to rise and fall, apparently.
3: Through our careers. <laughs> I'm
2: here for, and let's do some rising and falling, kids. Um, so I had a whole plan, but like now I'm going to try to go with rising and falling and figure out what we can do with this. Um, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to do a, a little Kevin's Corner that's called And I Am Telling You. And we're going to go around in a circle and each of you is going to have to give the most ridiculous hot take that you can give about the movie. And if you can't think of a hot take about the movie, you have to give a hot take about somebody in the movie club.
3: Interesting. Interesting.
2: So, yeah, we're going to do some rising and falling here and see where it goes. Rising of the tensions, falling of the tea, like it's all coming (laughs) out. Um, So let's start with
4: Brian. Uh, I think that this my hot take about this movie (coughs) is that. Um, I guess not a hot take, but Eddie Murphy should have won the Oscar that year. Um, but my actual hot take for this movie is that this is one of the better movie musicals of the past twenty years, like top, like top ten, maybe even top five. Damn. Okay,
2: I'll I'll accept that as a hot take. Uh, let's turn the wheel of fortune at Kimberly. <laughs> hot takes. Give me a hot take about the movie or a hot take about somebody in this group.
3: Heaven, looking at you. No, I'm just kidding.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> um, my hot take is that uh, the costumes in this movie are better than Chicago. Like, all of the musical sequences, I was like, this feels like it was trying to be Chicago, but I like this better.
4: Mm.
2: That is a hot oh, take. Chicago hot 2.0, take. okay. Visually. I will accept that. Uh, I liked it. The
1: My hot take about the movie is that Anika Noni Rose's voice fails in comparison.
2: Whoa.
1: Okay. Okay. I wow. will say there's hey. some points
2: where she just, it was it was not a good placement for her.
1: But if they would have given her party, she would have slayed it, but they cut oh that. Oh my
2: God. Up. They did.
3: Oh.
1: The movie.
2: I, But you know what? I never, ever want to hear anyone sing Party, but Heather, Heather Headley, <laughs> who kind of, like on that recording, because it's live, like she could be drunk. I know she's not, she's an incredible performer and like she's super talented, but like the way she performs that, like she sounds like a drunk girl at karaoke and I'm here for every second of it. It's, Every second, it's so. When I, have I don't it, baby. Like she's just oh like <laughs> screaming. It's screaming and just like she like randomly goes into like this place that's like the like like the uh, uh, the awful space between your head voice and a belt where you're not really sure what it is. So it's kind of like this like, <laughs> <she's>, <laughs> whistle just, holler, like whistle holler. Yeah, there's just these moments where you're just like she's like. Oh, God. It's so good. All right. Uh, Aaron, give me a hot take. Well, my
0: two hot takes. Can I pick two? One is that Rory O'Malley's rendition of Cadillac car should have been nominated for a Grammy.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Second hot okay. take, and it's a better hot take is Keith Robinson can get it.
2: Oh, that was my hot take. <laughs> I yeah. was like, my hot take is the hottest person in this movie, hands down, is CC. And when he yeah. sings to her about the family, I'm like, I don't care. Whatever you say, I will do. Like,
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Also, I,
3: I did not register that they were brother and sister early enough. Oh. Missed it. Just missed whatever exposition told me that. Okay,
2: my actual hot take though, just to kind of uh, finish this one out, my actual hot take is having uh, Curtis leave his box and walk and stand directly next to Magic over her and stare at her at the end of this movie yes. is not only so over the like the head <laughs> that it's intense, but it's so creepy. Well, and and like, the fact- yeah, and the fact and that the daughter. Fact she- Uh, Wouldn't be like, Hey, I I thought that too. I I just kept waiting for her to look at him at least and be like, why are you creeping on me, man? Like it was just, cause like it was, we got the moment when he looked over and kind of stopped and was like looking at her from his box. That's all we needed to know. He's figured out. He has a kid. We didn't need him to run and stalk her and stand over her. So he's like, the audience is like, Oh, he's looking at her now. He knows for sure. That was just, that was like a, you are, you are the father. Like that was like one of those moments. I was just like too much, too much. And this has been Kevin's corner.
0: Oh, here's my, here's, Woo. here's my one more hot take my bonus hot take <laughs> a, I realize, bonus as well bonus hot take um the disco version of one night only is the better version
4: of the song 100% yeah absolutely, uh, absolutely. Uh, no question
3: sequence and the wigs there's so much Agree. Uh, uh-huh like I'm sorry it Curtis was is, begging to be Disco
0: Curtis oh my god right on this one we don't like I him know. but Curtis is right on this one and the totally. gay
2: BD, the gay BDSM guys like the backup dancers I was here for every second of that
0: Disco <laughs> One Night Only is the bop
2: it's better it's, it's yes. so good sorry it's here it's here to stay <laughs>
3: The heroin scene took a little too long, too many longing glances at like, don't do that, Jimmy. That it made me very uncomfortable.
2: I remember. (laughs) They all just
3: left. They were all just like, you said you wouldn't. I can't watch. Let me just leave. They are. (laughs) All
2: it <laughs> in 2006, I don't think I knew exactly what drug he was doing.
3: He rolls up oh. his sleeve at
2: the end. Yeah. yeah. And like, I got he, that he was like, like uh, yeah, I totally got that. But I was just like, is he putting his gum in the tinfoil? Like what is, what's the tinfoil?
0: <laughs> I will say in the, la- in the last, in the last time we saw his, him doing drugs, it was lines. So yes, I was like, true.
4: yeah, yeah. He,
2: does, he does all the drugs.
4: Yeah. So even though I love this movie, some other hot takes, I guess they're you not know, hot. This is more just a criticism of the movie. <clears throat> I think this movie could have done a better job of differentiating between like what's on stage and what's not. Like that last Jimmy scene where he's like in that spotlight backstage after he does it. Like, I, I don't think it's as clear as they maybe wanted it to be, as clear as like maybe a Chicago is as is I know that's doing something very different. I think it'd be a little bit more clear in terms of how they did that. Um, I think it's just a little messy of how they're symbolizing that, like their lives as a show and that type of thing.
1: Yeah.
4: Um, The second thing I'll say is it was, this movie does not make it clear at all that Effie and um, Curtis are seeing each other before we find out that, um, He's having an affair with Dina. Um, it's it, This movie makes it seem like there is nothing wrong with him sleeping with Dina or being involved with Dina because it feels like Effie, it ha, it's just like she wishes this could happen. She's just there, pursuing you know? him. Yeah. Yeah. There's that, that there's... one
3: scene where she hugs him around the neck and like kisses, like in a very like, yeah, like with his sisters there that I was like, they're attached.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. see, that's why I was like, oh, he, she's just flirting yeah
3: oh, no. I, I saw that and i was like with his sisters present at the table like this is not normal they are together
4: right oh yeah that was that. i just think it could be for the impact the women knew the, the women cheating knew with him fair let's <laughs> see i got it too i
2: was <laughs> just saying that I'm just in touch with my feminine side
3: Kevin's just like I knew the original book and they were together That's yeah. actually what I was, That's actually
2: For how them. I knew it A thousand percent I, was I knew like, the
0: original Bennett so that's how yeah, I know
2: In the original yeah. musical they, they're together at that point
4: Not a rare card um, but, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Not uh, a rare hot take Yeah uh, But any other any, any other thoughts or things you wanted to bring up That we just like have not talked about yet at all
0: what were the three songs? So it was Love You, I Do, Listen, and what was the third one?
3: Uh, that was new for the Patience.
4: Movie? Patience. Oh, yeah. I liked
3: Patience.
4: Let me double check.
3: Very mad at Curtis that he wouldn't let that record go.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, Listen, Love You, I Do, and Patience. Yep. <sighs> Work. hmm They wrote
2: a, a, a song for each of the girls.
4: There you go. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. And she's
2: she mm-hmm. smashes that song.
1: Yeah. No, she's great.
2: She sounds the, great on that one. Let yeah. us walk. And you're like, yes. One of they add, my
0: biggest Sorry. Go for it. Did they add all three into the reboot or just listen?
1: Just listen.
4: Okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um this does something that I love. One of my biggest pet peeves for the Oscars is when a movie is uh, when a when a song is dominant and it's not in the movie. It's just like you know over the end credits. I yeah. hate it. This one has three songs that were written for the movie that plot driven help the characters in the movies. And like this is my dream, girls. Like this is my <laughs> this is like my ideal situation of how you should do. A best song for um, for 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 that. I mean, you know, there are there are other versions of like this where it's like. Oh, we, anyway, I love that aspect of this. Hooray! Yeah, they it's all a, did. It's so a well. good movie. It's a good movie. It's a
2: very yeah. good
3: movie. I was very happy to watch it today. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's it's longer than um, than. Most movies, but like I was never bored. Like if you never. follow the not story, you're with than most it.
3: Most musicals, yeah.
2: No, it's not at all. It's like the perfect length of a normal like intermission musical on Broadway. But I was never bored. Like I just sat. I watched the whole thing, and I kind of was yeah. concerned that there would be like boring moments, just because it was like 20 years ago. But yeah. like it, it, it moves, and it also is just as relevant and has like a lot of important things to say.
0: And I'm really happy that we got to watch it again, also because also this might lead into Nikisha's conversation. But like, I think I remember, watching it and being surrounded by a lot more purists that they were like mm, don't right. like this movie because don't like because th- like there's a lot of stars in it and there are a lot of like p- things wrong with it and she shouldn't even be singing listen because she shouldn't even be da-da-da-da. and like, like so that, that song not, doesn't exist and they added
3: it just to win an Oscar like yeah, my whole mindset in 2006 it was all sort of
0: like yeah. muddying my view of this movie and then being able to watch it again a older be more sophisticated in my own like and now Jennifer thinking. has.
3: And is a like has been on Broadway, like has yeah. earned more of this mm-hmm. in my mind at least, and I'm just like, oh yeah, good.
0: Yeah, like I can I can I can watch it for what it is, and it's fantastic. It's not this like fodder that arguably we usually label like these Hollywood movie musicals, mm-hmm. like and ruin it for other people. So like here we are. I'm glad that we got to watch it again and not feel that way.
1: But I also think sorry.
4: No, I was going to say, Nikisha start the conversation.
1: Well, no, I was just going to say, I think, though, it also adds to how this movie was made on top of who was in the movie. Because there are other movie musicals that we've talked about that have the stars and don't work. But this one in particular has the stars and it does work. So I think it's the combination of who's directing it, who's writing the book for it, who is adapting it for the screen to make it something that...
3: everyone's team.
1: Exactly. Yes. So even though I had issues and things with, you know, other musicals coming out watching this, it was nice because now I'm like excited to see wicked and I'm excited for all of the other things that are coming out just to see, because Mm -hmm. it can work. And even though I would love Broadway performers to get the recognition that they so deserve, because they are the hardest working people in show business. It is nice that people, in a way, it's still getting put out there. Mm-hmm. And if it's good content, everybody's going to enjoy it. The purists as well as the novice, you know. Well, I think of that as and, and, and something where, like,
0: it also works because these people are stars, but they're also suited to the characters. Like
1: Exactly. Beyonce's, yep.
0: Beyonce is a, pr- like, say what you want about whether she can, like, like act the house down or not. Like, it
3: also came from a girl group that was three that used to be four.
0: She's straight yes. up, she's the Diana end, Ross. The end she's,
3: was just like her at the Super Bowl halftime show when they all pop up when Destiny <laughs> yeah. Child comes up behind her.
0: Like, arguably, she's our modern day Diana Ross. Like, yes. that's, at the end she of the is. day, that's who she is. And that's why that role fits. Like, mm-hmm. Catherine Zeta Jones is a perfect um, Velma because, she, like, it's not because she's. Cat, she was cast for it despite her lack of prowess as Velma. She was a fantastic Velma. Like, Beyonce is a great Dina. Beyonce is not a great Nala. And there is where the difference lies. Like Exactly.
3: No. Exactly.
1: You yeah, gotta have no, all the I parts to
0: work.
3: Yeah. It's also, I mean... If you're casting people that are not actors first, cast them as themselves.
2: Dreamgirls yeah. has been, like, being, like, pushed around Hollywood to try to get made since the 80s. And, like it's always meant to be with a big star. Like the original star attached was Whitney Houston was going to play Dina. And then that didn't, that fell through because I think it was when uh, Michael Bennett died and they Mm. like felt. And then in the nineties it was going to be made again. And Lauren Hill was on like on tapped to play uh, Dina. And then that one fell through because like licensing, and then it like fell into like obscurity for a few more years. And then there was like, so there's been other people like that have been meant to do this. So it just kind of happened that it worked out when it was Beyonce's reign of the pop kingdom <laughs> to kind of take over that part. But I do think Nikisha brought up a really good point. Cause I think a lot of us, as musical theater purists go into these experiences and be like, why is this like, why is James Corden in this movie or why is like, yeah. and like start hating on like these bigger names, but we don't think about like, we're always going to listen to the cast albums and love the Broadway cast better. Cause that was our first experience. But like, there are so many people who could love musicals and like become subscribers to their their season when it, the tours come yeah. through or if go Ariana to go to Grande new york is gonna and make
3: started. some 17 year old in alabama love musical theater so we get right keisha williams on the theater
1: yeah yeah I mean, like,
3: their work here is done and <laughs> arguably at
0: the end of the day like who's the like who's the maria von trapp we all know like the five of us know it's not mary martin
3: no no right no. Right. Julie
2: Andrews. And that was yeah. the movie version of the, of the film.
3: Harry Underwood. And we all know.
2: Stop <laughs> <in>. <laughs> and I mean, maybe this is the, one of the best ways we can combat the like kind of gatekeeping of like musical theater and who's excited and who's interested and who's mm-hmm. involved is by like using people's celebrity and like giving, like Brian said, like you're not picking somebody who can't do it. But you're picking somebody who maybe doesn't do it as well as Stephanie J. Block or doesn't it do it as well as like our favorite Broadway person, but does it to such a degree and brings a clout that brings in a whole different audience. And I mean, to serve, I as an art form, Broadway has to continue to get less niche and more open. And I think that's a good way to do it. Instead of doing these jukebox musicals. That just fill up Broadway. Like why not take Broadway's best stuff. Like Brian said. There's stuff that hasn't been touched. For like from decades. Like let's bring that back. And introduce it to a whole new generation. And then we can see within 5-10 years. What the incredibly diverse. Level of people coming. Into New York City to be actors and. 2025 2030 looks like because of ariana grande's influence and stuff like that so like it's easy to st- like turn your nose up but like ariana grande in that movie could be giving us the next lin Manuel miranda or the next like like yeah. so many different things that we don't have right now and like I, we can count ca- we can count on the classical white composer voice coming from the avenues that are already open, but like, it's really, really great to be opening up other avenues.
4: I think also like Avenue Q. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Well, I also think that there is something to, so I think that the landscape since 2006 has definitely changed. Like, look at West side story. Like that is mostly we people we've had on this podcast. Like why? You know, and, and it goes, as a show that like, the same roles win the same awards over and over again. And this movie included, um, and, and West Side Story. So like certain things are just always like that. But I actually think that this is a larger conversation about how Broadway is run because we would not be having these conversations the same way if producers would get their heads out of their buttholes and actually start recording these, um, these shows and putting the money behind it, because then we would have an excellent movie version of Mary Martin in the sound of music. And then we also be
3: watching the 1982 Tony bootleg. Exactly.
4: (laughs) Whereas like, you know, we're, we're like, like if they ever, ever, ever make a, come from a way, like movie, like, and not, not a, not a a cap, but like an actual movie, like not a live cap, but a movie, like, like we'll actually have something. So like, I don't know. I feel like when they make sequels to other movies, they're like, Oh, they're ruining the original. It's like, or they remake something. Oh, they're ruining the original. It's like, no, the original still exists, but really the original dream girl
3: engaging a new audience in the property.
4: The original Dreamgirls doesn't exist for most people because that's how theater is and Broadway is. Like, you'd have to go to the library in New York or get a bootleg somewhere. Like, it's not easily accessible. So, like, you know, and and you can have a different conversation about things like La La Land where you're writing something for the screen and then casting Hollywood actors. I think that's a whole different conversation. Mm -hmm. But, like, I think that this comes down to the fact that, like, we as a Broadway community and it's starting to happen and it's very exciting with what Diana did and what with come from a did and what, um, there are a couple more that we read, like, or Shrek did yeah. a great one. Um, Why not know, film professionally,
3: it's not as expensive as it used to be.
4: Yeah. And also th- they've done it. So there are ways around or working with the unions. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I, the newsies one, like there's a, there's a ton of them oh. that are or Hamilton. Oh yeah. yeah duh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm missing the odd. Uh, that's the one I couldn't think of. Thank you, Nikisha. Oh my God. Of course. Like, but it's so
0: like, it's also so interesting because they existed before they just, but then there was like a period of time, like mm-hmm. we have an into the woods. We have a Sunday in the park. We have yeah. Sweeney yes. and Happy Todd.
3: And Peter Pan. We like, we yeah, had these things.
0: Yes. Oh, I love there was like a moment in like Broadway history, musical theater history. where like, they fell out of style or something. I don't know what happened. And I, yeah, but like, it's time to bring them back. Yeah. Because
2: totally.
0: it's
3: not keeping audiences away. At well, this and, I mean, and I think yeah. that's. I mean, and that's the thing
0: too. Like I, like, I mean, and maybe this gets into a whole different conversation, but yeah, like. These are
3: 5,000 conversations happening at once. Yeah. It's, it's just like. It's true. The, well, the
4: like
0: high horsiness that like our industry has with bootlegs, like, I'm like.
3: When we all had them, we've as all games.
0: watched them. We've all we've had them. We've all watched them. Like, we've
3: all had them. We like love that they exist, but pretend yeah. that they don't. Yeah, be-
0: because guess what? At the end of the day, if you don't live in New York, you didn't see this see this stuff unless you watched bootlegs. Like. Yes. And that and that's the fact of the matter. And if you didn't and if you miss something, like guess what? Like you'll never get to see the West Side Revival ever again unless you ca- you caught it.
4: Like and then there's the the flip side of it where they make movies like the producers that mm-hmm. like cast some new people and they're trying to do like a verbatim version of it just to like have it in prosperity, like just to like do it. And mm-hmm. like it's not nearly as good as the other one, but like at least it's out there for people to watch. Like yeah, I mean to be fair, like broderick's a movie star nathan lane's a half movie star like it's you know like but like it's it's a fascinating it's a fascinating ecosystem in general Mm -hmm. i mean
0: and yeah and and that's not to say i'm like
4: advocating for bootlegs because i'm
0: not but it's definitely like we can't like crap on them as much as we pretend to because guess what we've all seen them and guess what we all follow instagram accounts that utilize them to get us excited and we all like share them whenever they show up on Instagram. So let's like stop getting so purist and have them be accessible. And if they're not going to be, if you don't want them accessible via bootleg, spend the resources to actually like, I don't know, release your B-roll because you have that anyway.
4: (laughs) I'm, I'm thinking about this now. It's streaming that changed because it wasn't worth filming these things and putting them in movie theaters. People wouldn't see it, but now they can provide them to the streaming services mm. and not have to worry about the ticket price. That's what it sure. is. That's part of what. The West
3: End's been doing it much longer because if you look at Broadway HD, it is all
4: yeah, that's British true.
3: productions.
4: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: so like, I guess they the get British,
4: it. Yeah, but they they I guess they treat it differently. I mean, they do. You know, it's also subsidized by the government. Mm,
3: yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Um. Cool Fair. Uh, Wait, We went we, on a tangent, I apologize No, it was a great question the Nikisha really brought yeah. awesome no, points No, it's true um, Should we play a game?
3: Oh, sure A game we all know What do we think the Rotten Tomatoes score <laughs> For Dream Girls <laughs> <Nets>. is? <Christmas? laughs> Take your guess as well I look it up
2: I haven't <laughs> cheated in so long I mean, I haven't thought about it I'm going so to say it's 78
1: I'm gonna say 96.
0: I'm gonna go smack dab in the middle and say like 85 because it should be 96, but racism.
4: Also, yes. Also, sure. Uh, and
3: do you go by the thermometer or the audience score?
4: The critics stuff. The thermometer. The tomato meter. It's probably
3: a tomato meter, but I That's like That's
4: one of those British them. things.
3: <peacockyly> <laughs>
4: uh, <laughs> the, <I tenthom-meter>.
3: <quadrant> the thermometer.
4: <laughs> Wait, what okay, did everyone continue. say? I said, 80- I said
0: 80. Gente, ا- so I? I think I said 85. Did I say
2: 85?
3: Something like that. Kevin, I said
2: what did
3: you see- say? 78. Brian? I said
4: 96. Uh, so I'll go 80.
3: And so price is right, rules, correct?
4: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, always.
3: Kevin is our winner. This has mm. a thermometer of 79. Wow. Oh, um,
4: I was one off. Yeah. Well, when you cheat and then subtract one just so you get closer, that's <laughs> yeah. totally fine. That is a new
0: cheater. Yay! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, love, I
4: love that. On this podcast, we cannot accept someone guessing and getting close. You cheated yep. or nothing. <laughs> Such is America. <laughs> I want
3: to read the critics' consensus.
4: Yes. Yeah, sure.
3: Dream Girl's simple characters and plot hardly detract from the movie's real feats. The electrifying performances and the dazzling musical numbers. Simple. How dare! How dare! How dare! I'll dare. You might also like Across the Universe. Way I am Sam. Tie. Chicago. Walk the line. Or away from her. Maybe.
2: Across the Universe, the movie. When I discovered, I had actually heard so many Beatles songs.
3: Well, why I am Sam? Why would I also
4: like <laughs> I, I am Sam? Because it, it it includes Beatles songs. Like the soundtrack is all covers of Beatles songs. Mm. I guess that's connected mm. to Across the Universe.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's Clearly connected to Dream Girl.
4: <laughs> yeah, yep. it was a weird time in the 90s. <laughs> '60s. I guess '60s music songs, musicals with '60s songs. Mm. Yeah, a different version of '60s songs, but um, <laughs> yeah. Well, the last thing we got to do is we got to rank this movie. Kevin, how do we oh, rank no. these movies? I don't remember. Oh, no. Um, oh, no. Oh, no. So
2: we use a ranking system. And it's called the ad ranking system. We give it a one if it is great. We give it a two if it's second rage. Give it a three if it's okay for me, but it's bad for everybody else. And then there's plus and minus. Yeah, there's a plus and minus. It's the end, right?
0: Yeah. I wanted to hate it, but that was actually quite good. You know what i I was like looking for a good reaction,
4: like in the MMG. <laughs> I mean, he, he, rede- he redeemed his Rotten Tomatoes cheating.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, that's good. Good.
4: <laughs> uh, yeah, so wh-
2: who wants to start? Who wants to go? This is a film. This is a one plus.
1: Yeah. I mean,
0: I'll go with one only
2: because, like
0: we like we said at the beginning, the acting could be stronger, but it is a very, very, very strong film.
4: You said same, Nikisha, as the one yes. plus. Uh huh. Yeah, me One plus. Yeah, I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna. I
3: like Kevin said, better than I remembered.
4: Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna give it a one plus as well. I just <laughs> really dug it.
0: I'm the Haley of the night.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Or we're all the Haley of the night, because it's either or.
4: Well, this is there. This joins our tier one plus ranking, and uh, included in that are... Mary Poppins, Aladdin, Hairspray, The Muppet Movie, The Muppet's Christmas Carol, Center Stage F- Films, Fiddler on the Roof, Eurovision, uh, Brandy Cinderella, Waiting for Guffman, Singing in the Rain, Little Shop of Horrors, What the Constitution Means to Me, Hocus Pocus, Newsy Chicago, The Sound of Music, Come From Away, Tick, Tick, Boom, and Dreamgirls. I love that list. Ooh, that's nice. a really, really, really good list. That is very good. Amazing. Nice. I, I love, love that it. list. <laughs> awesome. Well done. Well, Thank you all for joining us. Again, this was the March Madness winner. So really, we have to thank all of you voters and listeners out there who helped us, who helped bring this to us. We were really thank happy you to rewatch watch it. Thank you for showing
3: it. me the second act of Dreamgirls. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Amazing. Fantastic. Leave it um, leave it to Kimberly to only first act a feature film. <laughs> <laughs> Great, but
3: I was at literally like a vacation rental on LBI. I remember watching this. Like I have the memory of me and my friends Laura, Michelle, and Christine, and we all put it on, and at some point they turned it off. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, that's
4: enough. I can't. Amazing. <laughs> um well listen i am alone at a crossroads i'm not at home in my own home and i've tried and tried to say what's on my mind you should have known uh that is our quote listen uh just like you should be listening to this podcast and 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 other stuff um that's all i got that was not great um but thank you all for joining us you can follow us at broadways on all social media you can of course find us wherever you find podcasts included in that are things like stitcher spotify and apple Podcasts. rate and review us there thank you you so much for joining us Uh, Aaron and Akisha we always love having you Um, so let us raise a glass and end the episode the way we always end an episode (laughs) zoot cheers cheers